there's no better way to start the revolution but by talking about the things that have inspired us to take action we at jeevitam believe in bolne se hota hai we welcome you to our second episode of livelihood for women i would like to welcome our guest miss vinita datla ma'am who is the vice chairperson and managing director of elico limited managing director of elico healthcare services limited and founding member of diversify and is the treasurer of win women in network an ngo that works closely with children and women of urban slums she has served on various panels of cii at the state region and national level and also served on the way, uh, on the board business school alumni federation an avid fitness enthusiast she is also a duathlete has visited the everest base camp in nepal mount kailash near mansarovar tibet and mount kilimanjaro in tanzania africa ziplined in alaska snorkeled in eight reefs and skydived in southern california she has also learned the veena piano and classical carnatic vocals at an early age vanita ma'am wears a lot of hats and is an inspiration to many around the world it is an honor to to host you with us today ma'am thank you so much vanita ma'am and munisha for being here today now i would like to request munisha to please take this conversation forward welcome to uh, vanita ma'am uh, to you on this uh, our second podcast uh, livelihood for women uh, i know you uh, uh, through ci and uh, you have you have always you know impressed me and inspired all of us with the kind of zeal and enthusiasm you always bring for various initiatives which you get into uh, i really when i when i was uh, reading uh, through your uh, introduction and i was super impressed you know you are really what we call as a super woman you know how do you do it it's something we will understand in today's podcast you are a you are a, a super interest you are a you are a on the ai platform i have taken you with so many initiatives we both have done that and you are a uh, you are a you know athlete you have you have done various mountains you have climbed you are a classical music enthusiast I don't know how you do it, right? But you do it, and this is very inspirational for all of us. Uh, the objective of today podcast is, you know, how uh, we speak, we will seek your views about how, you know, women workforce participation, which is a problem which we all are facing. We will seek your input and also get inspired by you. So, Vanita uh, uh, Ma'am, uh, various uh, warm and heartiest welcome again to you for this podcast series, uh, Livelihood for Women. Thank you so much, Manish Ji. I think I find it my privilege and honor to be invited uh, to this platform to be able to share my views uh, with the, all the listeners. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, you know, the, my first question to you is: you know, uh, see, uh, uh, women generally uh, go through this "hamse na ho payega" syndrome, right? We can't 
ये हम नहीं कर सकते राइट बट यू हैव प्रूव ऑल यू आर इंस्पिरेशन टू ऑल यू नो you all uh, every day you know you keep doing things i keep seeing you so many uh, posts of you on linkedin you keep doing keep yourself occupied every day with some new things you know keep uh, working out how do you do it i it's really you know how do you get this inspiration to keep moving you know how do you do it ma'am Manish ji you very rightly pointed out that women have this uh, habit of always undermining their uh, abilities undermining their competencies i remember when i was in high school and uh, maybe i was in the 7th or 8th grade one of my friends had uh, seen my palm and i know as children we always love to know what's going to happen in the future so this girl claims that she is a good palm reader and she was reading a lot of girls palms uh, in classroom that day and she was saying so and so would get married at so and so age and so so and so would have that many children and i don't know they they look at you no know, maybe she did a little bit of palmistry or she had some sort of insights so then when she saw my palm and of course she also knew the community that i came from and she said vanita i don't think you are going to have a very good education because your education line is almost absent and uh, coming from the community that i know that you do which is extremely conservative you are going to get married maybe before 10th grade or maybe after 10th grade so you know you are not going to you will become just another housewife and that sort of you no know, struck me it, it hurt me actually very much uh, whether this girl said it intentionally unintentionally or something that always stayed with me and i saw family members in my own family and extended family especially women family members who though bright just discontinued and never had any other uh, aspiration beyond kitchen and home and i definitely didn't want to you know trod that path which was done by millions of women all over the world so i thought i should make a difference and so though i did not have an easy path i tried my level best to look at that uh, goal of mine which i felt that i should become uh, you know something i mean i would like to stand on my own two feet i wanted to be a little bit independent a little bit financially independent uh, so i think that is where the roots of that uh, that you know that ambitious dream that i had helped me uh maybe overcome a lot of obstacles which i'm say because no 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 lady who has actually uh, come to the stage that i have come will have it smooth will have so much of support that no every, every door or every gate is open for her to just sail smoothly i'm sure every lady every women every girl would have had to encounter so many obstacles that no they it it is a trying period and here is where maybe the grit and determination play a very vital role in help in helping you understand that this is i mean these bad parts of you no know, your life is only there for a short period if you can overcome them then you no know, you will definitely get to a better place than where you were before i think that was what my driving force was i think it's really inspiring to know uh, you know uh, i'm sure that uh, you know fortune teller the palm reader must be looking at you know and revisiting what she told and so happy you proved her wrong and you proved her wrong in many ways you know for me but still you know uh, see you wear a lot of hats right you are a mother you are a grandmother you are a uh, you know you are a industrialist you are a industry uh, you are part of senior person in the industry association 
okay uh, and you are pursuing your passion you know which is music and everything. how do you do it how do you find for all for all these things so there's a very popular saying munish ji which says that time expands to incorporate all your passions and i think yes all of us are born with 24 hours in a day but how we choose to prioritize our work how we choose to allocate time to the things that we love the most will definitely help us achieve so i mean if you had asked me this question maybe 20 years back i may not have had that much of time to allocate to my other passions because maybe children were too young and i had a huge you know responsibility that couldn't be given to other people so but maybe you know during the course of my lifetime i've been able to you know uh, keep in touch with various uh, Uh, areas that i was interested though i could not allocate so much of time to those at that particular stage in my life but today i mean uh, especially in the last uh, 10 to 15 years i've come to a place where you no know, children have become independent and i've you no know, i've been able to delegate a lot of the uh, menial work to other people i've been able to bring in team uh, members who could actually do all the grunt work for me and i could actually allocate more time to what actually gets more value out of me and my thought process i think that is where women also will have to look at the bigger picture and understand where most they can bring value i mean yes uh, if you ask a traditional woman they definitely would like to be in the kitchen they would love to cook for their families they would love to give ghar ka khana no maa ka haath ka khana and all that is very nice but that if that happens day in and day out the value that i can bring to people outside of my own network i think that is more immense today i think i've been able to you know bring so much of change in so many other people's lives that i've been able to you know get them out from their homes into the workplaces uh, you know created leaders in places that is necessary i think that adds value to the environment to the society and i think that is a greater good that women will have to understand somehow the indian culture and context is we always look at only our family and we think if you know we have taken care of the family then that's the end of our aspiration we need to look beyond that and i think that is where i get my inspiration on a daily basis whenever i go and meet people outside that also sort of you no know, pushes me to do much much more for you no know, uh, the you know the underprivileged or the people who don't have a voice and i would love to actually you know uh, advocate for them you know get things done, uh, maybe changed at the policy level and that's how the interest keeps growing because when you can see small wins add up that is when you get the confidence that no what you're doing is in the right track and you will be able to take this much more further if you are able to push not only yourself but also pull a lot of people along with you i think what you are saying makes a lot of sense you know and it is not only for the women you know for men like me also it is inspirational right how you are allocating time and how you are you know uh, getting your priorities right i think that is really really very a uh, lot to learn from you as i keep saying uh you know i'm now going to get into your ma'am industrialist part you are a industrialist right uh, yes. you are a successful industrialist right and you have seen a transition in the last so many years the way corporate world has evolved especially from the women perspective right uh we have seen women workforce participation not as many you know there are dropout which happens in the women phase of life when she becomes a mother she has family things we have seen those things beti bachao beti padhao 
happened, right? After that, what? And especially in the context of the uh, ongoing crisis, how you are seeing this whole corporate world evolving? That's my question to you. So Manish ji, you very rightly pointed out that no, while uh, the pandemic has brought out a new uh, hybrid model that is going to be the future of work going forward. Uh, in the past, uh, remote working, work from home were uh, no, just relegated to very few industries that no, could actually afford to do that uh, in terms of maybe confidentiality, trust and other issues. But today, I think the pandemic, uh, the silver lining that the pandemic actually brought was change a lot of those old mindsets. And these are also in old industry domains, which actually could have you know, done a little bit of you know, change in the way work was actually allocated to both genders, whether it is man or women. Because today you see a lot of burnout happening in the industry. Um, the people who really are competent, who are really the... Uh, the best workers are actually being burdened with more and more work. Uh, maybe, you no, know, because uh, companies are trying to cut down on costs, they are trying to, you know, get fewer people to do more of the work. Whatever the reason is, I think this new normal is here to stay. And industry, uh, companies, the organization, society as such will have to now recalibrate itself to understand how it can make the best out of the future of work. In this scenario also, uh, there are very um, uh, no realistic statistics that have actually pointed out that women have actually suffered the most in this, uh, in this pandemic. In fact, there is a term called the she-session, which is nothing but a recession for women, because women are the ones who have been chucking up their jobs, who have been giving up because they could not handle both work and home and having children at home, studying from home and things like that. So this is where, when you said, you know, Betty uh, Bacho and you know, Betty Padao, what happens to the beta? When you are actually empowering your girls, are you also uh, you know, teaching the boys to deal with empowered girls? Because it is not enough that you educate your girl, you get her to have a good career, and then you expect her to do the grunt of the work back again at home. And what is the boy doing there? Is the boy also helping out? Is he also being trained to understand that a lot of these home required skills need to be taught to both genders, irrespective of you know, whether he's your son or he's your daughter or she's your daughter. So I think a whole new mindset needs to be changed. And I think the current generation, which is called the millennial generation, are coming up with more tolerance, with more ability to take on functions both at the home, at the workplace. They are more hands-on you know, uh, in terms of their parenting styles. But this needs to scale up and this needs to scale, especially into the hinterland, where still the patriarchal sort of a mindset is very, very um, visible. So uh, I, I understand that, no, it will take a lot more time. And if you look at a lot of parameters that the UN has actually brought forward, they say that even developed nations, uh, the, there is no gender parity. I mean, the gender parity, if one needs to see it, will take uh, approximately 100 years. But I know all that looks very like, no, that feels like doomsday is no so, so far away that uh, when will we ever see an equal parity world? Will it be our children? Will it be our grandchildren? Will it be great-grandchildren? So I think every generation has a responsibility to at least make the way much more easier for the next generation. 
I think, do away with a lot of patriarchal mindsets that have not created value for anybody. Yeah. While, yeah, while in the past, while the patriarchy did serve a purpose, I think there was a time limit to these, uh, no, to these concepts. And I think with the changing times, we need to also no, bring about newer concepts that no, can enable a, a better quality of life for everybody. So when it comes from the industry, I have seen so many women, you know, in spite of giving them all the opportunities, they have chosen to withdraw from the workspace. What they don't understand today is that you know, their action today is going to impact the country tomorrow and in the future. Uh, I think this is where we need to make a lot of changes. And this is where I think industry leaders will have to come to the front and voice out these concerns and enable more women to come back into the workspace. I think what you are saying, you know, this is not a, uh, you know, this is a long journey, right? Everyone is looking at a lot has to change, not only the mindset, but the perspective which we bring into. Uh, see, the way I see it, uh, Vanita, is that, uh, uh, you know, work from home, okay? And, uh, you know, hybrid model, there is a, uh, right now, a uh, lot of uh, debate going on, you know, whether we'll come back to office or hybrid will be there or work from home, they will be there. Whatever you say, you know, it's going to happen. The rightly so is there is a window which has opened up for the woman, right? And I believe uh, this work from home window, women have to really capitalize. The moment I believe, you know, I'm also father of two daughters and my wife is also working. So uh, I totally agree with you. The, you know, it has to, from the boy's side, from the men's side, there has to be a support and everything. But the more I feel, you know, the more uh, women become independent, they become financially independent, right? A lot of things will change because it adds on to their confidence. And when you are working from home and you may be in a hinterland or anything today, you know, it doesn't actually matter when you are working from home. You are in the hinterland or you are in the metros or you are overseas. I think work from home is changing that. This uh, alone probably, you know, will bring, in my personal view, right, a radical change in the way women uh, workforce participation has begun. There will be certain learnings, right? I have seen, you know, I've read in the uh, media and everyone that it has gone. But from Jivitam perspective, you know, what we have seen is we are seeing more women getting added to the workforce. Like we have 54% of the women are working in our company are women, right? That's the way which is there. And this is all those girls who have graduated. They, I, I keep asking them whether you want to get married or you want to continue with your work. And they keep saying, we want to work. And they are now happy, you know, because they are in their smaller towns and they are able to find work as they would, you know, as equally as, you know, if they would have been a tier one city to do that. So I think that's a change which is uh, coming up. But, you know, in the, in the new normal, what you said, right, what is you are seeing? What is the future you are seeing? Right. What is, uh, you know, what is the uh, on the leadership side? You know, you are you seeing more women coming in? You know, uh, what is happening on this woman workforce, you know, participation side? So, uh, Munishi, uh, you have said that, no, there is a lot of opportunity available. Uh, but the statistics are not showing that no, those opportunities are being harnessed by women. Today, a lot of companies are uh, no, moving to the hybrid model. They are uh, probably keeping a lot of positions you know, completely work from home. And that is actually going to help women a lot because then they can always balance their no, home uh, 
home responsibilities along with their work responsibilities. They'll save a lot of time on the commute. Uh, and of course, safety and security are other major issues. The only issue here would be, uh, no, if you actually want to climb the, the corporate uh, ladder, uh, so just you know, uh, sitting at home and probably doing work from home may not offer you that sort of an opportunity to actually get to the next level, which if you have aspirations, then you will need to also probably, that's the reason why a lot of corporates are looking at the hybrid model. Maybe you work three days at home and maybe two days at, at the office space, because then you also need the physical networking that, that is very, very crucial to making you yourself visible in the workspace. But companies yeah. are also understanding this. And especially if you no know, work is of a far off area, maybe you need, a, you need to visit a client in some other country or something. Uh, the hybrid model works fantastically because virtual, you can always connect virtually and do that. The only other thing here that is required is also the uh, aspiration from the lady herself. If the lady aspires to continue, she can do that and phase it out in such a manner that also with her life phases, she also then matches her corporate phases. Yes, see, when the children are very young or when you are just newly married, you would prefer probably to have a work from home. But when children start becoming independent, then that is the time for you to probably then start going back to the physical workspace to be able to then you know, uh, climb your own corporate ladder. So here, women, I think, is the moot point. They have to have the aspiration. If we can inspire women to be more aspirational, I think they then start opening doors for themselves which is going to help society, it will help the community, it will help everybody in the long run. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. I recently read this book, ma'am, uh, Indra Nui's book, uh, My Life in Full. And uh, this brings a lot of, uh, you know, uh, issues on the woman face on being on the leadership side, right? Uh, uh, that is it. It is very difficult woman for women to be on the leadership positions, right? And Indra Nui book really uh, explains it in bit. What is your perspective? Uh, your perspective, as you know, only 8.1 percent of the Fortune 500 CEOs are women. You know, what can all of us do to accelerate the growth of women in top business positions? <music>I too just finished reading it a couple of weeks back and I really loved the, uh, you know, the entire way in which she uh, navigated her life you know, from a simple Tambram family in uh, Chennai, yes. how she then moved to become you know, the, the, a leader of one of the topmost companies in the world. And she was you no, know, and, and she navigated it so beautifully and so maturely and so balancedly. I think there were a lot of learnings from that book in the, in the way that you know, her mentality or her attitude towards you know, her, her own aspirations as well as taking everybody along with her. I think that was what struck with me. She always found out uh, probably you know, probable solutions to be able to tackle the most you know, difficult times in her life. And I think here, one of the key elements were the companies that she worked for also understood and they also partnered with her, whether it was giving her leave uh, you know, uh, with pay for the time when her father was you know, during that critical stage when he was almost you know, diagnosed with cancer and he was suffering through it, 
you know, during her own personal accident or during, you know, the birth of her children, whichever company she worked, I think the company, I think, needs to take a lot of kudos because they actually understood that, you know, such a talent should not be lost. And they did everything in their in their uh, ability to keep on to her by giving her that support, which I think is a good learning for corporations everywhere. If you invest in your employee, the employee gives you back that much more. And whether the employee stays for you like for five years or 10 years or even for three years, the amount of value that that employee can bring back to you because of the support that you have given will actually be so intangible that it, it will no, create that much more goodwill for the company itself. I think companies need to understand that. So if you look at that book, while it was a personal you know, vindication of women's you know, ability to conquer the best you know, of the bastions, it is also a vindication for good companies uh, through good company or to, through good corporate governance that they, if a good company has good HR policies, then they also can you know, reach the topmost in their own domains. I agree with you, ma'am. I think uh, people like you and Indra Noe, I, I will take you in the same league. You know, you also, I will suggest you to write your autobiography. It will be equally important. You know, we look forward because you also have done a lot and a lot of inspiration can be uh, taken from you. Um, yeah, for me, uh, this question, it always, uh, you know, comes up again and, and again. And so much is being said about it, about the uh, increase in uh, women workforce participation, right? Uh, I, you know, I believe personally, technology and collaboration. These are the two important aspects, you know, which can trigger, you know, the increase in the women workforce participation. And the figures in India say, you know, we have 13 percent, 42 14 percent, and it should be 42 percent. You know, in the best is 42 percent women workforce participation in the world. What will take us, you know, in your view, you know, to increase this uh, woman workforce participation at all levels, whether it is entry level, whether it is, uh, you know, at the entrepreneurship level, or whether at middle level, all levels, what will it take for us? You know, what is corporates like you or startups like us or government bodies or educational institutions or skilling firms? How can we all come together in your view to work you know, to increase this challenge uh, of, you know, increasing workforce uh, participation, in your view. A very, very relevant question, Monish ji, and I think that's the need of the R, uh, especially for a country like India, which is not trying to move to the 5 trillion economy. We cannot reach that target unless we leave half the workforce, you know, sitting at home. So for that, I think vociferously, all of us will have to shout out from the highest rooftops that women are needed every place. Because what yes. I also see is when, when children go to school, most of the time, the boys are the ones who are actually counseled for careers. Women are not counseled. And I think that needs to be ingrained right from kindergarten level that no, when you grow up, it's not that no, you will get married and have children and stay at home. But you also will be working for the rest of your life. I think somewhere we sort of miss the bus because today, if you look at India, statistically, women in India are actually getting fantastic education they are getting fantastic certification they you know they are doing very well academically and that is also pointed out in a lot of the un reports 
but this somehow is not getting translated to the workspace while they do enter at the entry level the fresher level they do not continue and no uh, climb the corporate ladder or whatever no they do not become entrepreneurs because of various obstacles but these obstacles are just you no know, stones in your pathway and if you do not have an aspiration to actually walk the pathway then the stones really you know uh, even if they are there or not there they do not matter but if you actually you know pick up, put on your shoes and you say no i will walk this pathway then whatever stone that comes in front of you you will just bend pick it up and throw it away if it is heavier you will ask somebody else to help you throw it away but that aspiration has to come from you so that mindset i think needs to change and this needs to be you know bombarded from society from government from academia from you no know, uh, communities from industries too every angle if we keep bombarding women that no you have to be at the workplace you have to contribute to the society you are equal partners in progress of this nation only then i think women will start understanding their responsibility that they also need to be part of you know part of the economy as economic participants we should not be a burden to society and i think today most of the educated lot who are not actually working seem to have become a burden because we utilize the entire infrastructure that a country has but then we are not contributing back to the country so i think yeah, that actually impacts Yes. In fact, there is a very funny statistics, Munishji, that says India has the highest number of overqualified homemakers. What does that mean? That means that we have doctors, lawyers, we have engineers, we have technology scientists, we have chartered accountants, we have company secretaries, we have you name it, we have those, but they're all just sitting at home. Yeah. Which is very sad. So I think this is where I think. Uh, from government from industry from academia from society from families from every corner we need to ensure that no uh, women also need to become economic participants i think very well said ma'am i think for all the people who are listening to this podcast you know will find it very relevant in today's context it is not you know uh, you know i think the it is a role of everyone right right from the society to government uh to you know the way we, it has to be inculcated as you rightly said right from the childhood that you know shaadi karni hai aur bacche karne hai aur fir family ko handle karna hai you have to go beyond i think that is where men have to really change the patriarchal mindset which they have i think there is lot of change but what i am seeing uh, uh, you know in my view that you know the this change which was not so fast in the last so many years will be very fast in the coming years i'm i'm pretty confident you know the technology is going to play a very wide role and i think more such uh, you know experiences uh, what you have said vanita uh, actually you know so inspirational for every woman who is going to listen to this i think they need to get i i speak to many women uh, who are in their uh, mid careers and you know they have taken breaks because of their family obligations for them i you know okay now the you know this uh, emptiness syndrome has come in the children have grown up they have gone away but still they are not willing to you know because they are somewhere have gone into their comfort zone somewhere there have you know there is that fire which is required to yeah i need to be on my own yeah i need to be there somewhere that is also required and the examples of people of women like you i think will really be uh, good uh, just coming to the end you know uh, on this uh, See, there are. I'm sure this podcast will be listened by everyone. 
for all women from all the segments what will be your ma'am last piece of advice to them uh for them to really build you know not only contribute to the society to the nation but also you know uh, have their own self independence and their own self respect which is very much required in today's thing what is will be your message to all ma'am um i can probably sum it up in uh, no uh, six words uh, munish ji and i think this will actually create a type of a, uh, maybe a mantra for women to you know to look back on to you know keep uh, recalibrating themselves uh, to be able to help not only themselves their families their societies and communities but also you no know, contribute back to the nation and i actually learned this from a professor in tokyo when i had the opportunity to go for a program there so uh, she always called this as six ups of leadership and i always love to talk about this to everybody first up is to show up and as women we need to do that because we are so inhibited we always feel let the men do it or let somebody else do it why should we get involved but showing up is actually half the battle one because you will understand what is there what is necessary and what is it that you could actually contribute to that situation the next one is to speak up and speak up again women need to have their voices heard because only then whatever you know issues are bothering us whatever inequalities we find in the world there can be certain policies that can be amended to be able to help us also you know um, harness our potential the third up is to look up look up also means to you know look up at role models it also means look at the bigger picture and look at your future aspirational goals ensure that every work that you do today adds up to reaching that goal faster then the fourth up is to team up and i also spoke about teaming up we need to build teams not only at workspaces also in the home spaces also in community so that the more you delegate work the more you get uh, you collaborate with other people you will be able to do a much better job or, or the the outcomes will be much more better the uh, the fifth up is especially very relevant for women is don't give up and as you just rightly pointed out that a lot of mid career women chuck up everything that they have worked so hard for just because they have to deal with certain exigencies at home which is definitely the need of the hour but post that post the inter- and the emptiness syndrome post no whatever exigencies has been taken care of they should come back in some other uh, no version it can be as a volunteer for the society it can be you know maybe become an entrepreneur and give more options for employment for other underprivileged people there are numerous ways that no you should and you can do so don't give up is very very critical very critical and the last up is once you are a leader a true leader does not create followers but creates numerous leaders behind them and with that you have to lift others up and i think these six ups have actually you know personally changed my own life it has helped me evolve uh, both personally and professionally and i wish that you no know, this also helps everybody who listens to this so show up speak up look up team up don't give up and lift others up i've been living by this mantra and i wish that people who do live by this will also see massive changes that they have in their own lives and that they can bring it around to the communities that they live in thank you so much munish ji for inviting me to this podcast today ma'am it's so 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 inspirational you know 
I've, I've myself got inspired by you, you know, and so uh, I think so much to learn from you, so much to get inspired by you. I think uh, this sixth thing, uh, six step, six ups, which you have told, you know, will remain with me also. And with every woman, uh, every girl around, you know, should do that. Show up, speak up, look up, team up, don't give up and lift others up. I think that is what's going to be the mantra. We, I, all the women who are going to listen this podcast, I will request everyone to, you know, believe, look into these three up mantras given by Vanita, and let that be the, your inspiration to move forward. Thank you, Vanita, ma'am. Over to you, Nikita. It was a wonderful experience, ma'am, having you with us and knowing your journey and your efforts towards inclusion and diversity. You have inspired and motivated a lot of women out there. In case they want to reach out to you, ma'am, how can they connect with you? So I'm available on LinkedIn. So I think anybody or also maybe on Facebook. So anybody can drop me a message and I'm more than happy to connect with them. Thank you so much, ma'am. It was really inspiring having you with us and listening to your thoughts. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Vanita. You have always support for us. You know, you have, you have always come in as and when we have called you for. And thank you for being all the support again. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Th- thank you. And it's my privilege to be uh, you know, sharing this Saturday morning with all of you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. All the best. Bye.